Hey, it's Moms versus Aunts, your weekly happy hour where we chop it up about trends, gossip, solo mom life, and how to level up in this crazy world. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another fun-filled week. No, it really is a fun-filled week. I'm actually having an amazing week. I don't know about you, Vanessa, but um, I feel really super empowered because, um, and just like super aunt, like super independent aunt, because, you know, you, you can't, you can't see, you can hear, but I have a new TV in my living room and my neighbor mounted it for me, which is also great when you have neighbors, male neighbors who will like do those things when you're single, <laughs> but by myself, you know, the cords, I, it's a wall mount TV. So I had the cords that were coming down and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's ugly. And I was able to install myself like the cord covers all along the base of the wall like so that you know it comes down from the tv to the back and like hide it and it's so perfect and i don't know i just felt super like (laughs) tim the toolman taylor (laughs) were there were there zip ties involved didn't need any zip ties it was just really i had to i did i didn't have a saw so i had to use a like a really good knife to kind of cut the pieces you know to get it the perfect size because you know it's customizable to make sure it fits your area and you know um anyway so i felt like empowered this week doing that um i love it congratulations (laughs) to you um nothing is better than having a new tv and it's like mounted on the wall it's great because yeah i mean i didn't understand how you managed to be able to watch tv on your monitor like that was like and you weren't even complaining about it so this is a i love i feel very um Gen Z in that respect of like, <laughs> they, I think they only watch things on their small devices. And mm-hmm. so I, I had just gotten so used to just like only watching stuff on my computer. And um, yeah, it was it's weird to have a TV, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of nice. I didn't miss that part. So that was like a really good week. Um, otherwise, this week has been a little bit wild. I know we're going to talk about it, but I feel like you and I discussed it. This week was almost like the week of like parenting failures. And like, as, as a mom, I imagine that part, like a huge thing that consumes you must be like, I never want to be a failure as a parent, right? I never want to be a failure as a parent. Well, first of all, I went away for a few days. Um, You know, our bestie was in town. She hasn't been on this side of the world in two years. So, you know, all the kids got to get together. We went out east. Funny enough, we were in Montauk. I swear this show is just like a foil for my life. After I talked a little bit of smack about a Montauk mule and then I'm in fucking Montauk. So we're out there um, and we hung out in Southampton a little bit with another friend of ours and just the whole lifestyle that I was just like, no, thank you. And then I was like, oh, not so bad. But I tried to disconnect and then I couldn't because the news and I came back and I just was like, ah. There was so much going on, so much going on. So yes, we'll definitely get into it. Um, but first, I do want to give everyone the drink for this week. I've been getting so much feedback, Kiki, about these drinks. People are really making them and they're really liking them and they get on me if I don't post them fast enough. So hey, I love that you guys are drinking all of the things. Um, and this week... I wanted to make another classic cocktail. I feel like I go back and forth between the classics and then like things that are a little bit more like new. So classics are classic, man. So we are making a sidecar 
Have you ever had a okay. sidecar? Is that like a bourbon or whiskey? So it's made with like brandy. Oh. It's yeah, right? Right? So okay. and, and and so brandies are they're different than some of the other spirits because they're made with distilled like fruits. So brandy is in the same family as armagnacs and cognacs and all those things. Basically all the shit that gets you super wasted. Like I am actually a, a lightweight. My cousin drinks Hennessy like water. I try to hang with her and I'm always like dead asleep on the couch like i'm done <laughs> i can't really drink that much but um but that it, dark this, liquor that dark that dark liquor remember when people were like that is that a real thing i hate when people are like oh i can't I, it's dark I, I can only drink dark liquors or i can't drink I, I don't even just stop it just stop it i have found no research that the body behaves differently with like darker liquors versus white liquors that's just a lie show me the show me the research show me the science but anyhow yeah. Um, so anyway, so a sidecar for anyone who's making this is super easy. You're going to have equal parts, fresh lemon juice and orange liqueur, which you can use triple sec, Cointreau, Grand Marnier. Um, so you need three quarters of an ounce of both of those and then two ounces of your brandy or your cognac. All the blacks will be using Hennessy because you got it because you already got a bottle in the in the crib. Just making generalizations here. Don't don't send me hate mail. Um, and then you'll need a little bit of extra lemon juice and just regular white sugar. If you can find, sometimes they have something called super fine sugar. It's just regular white sugar, but it's like um, it's even more like just you know not powdered sugar, but it's powdery. Um, that's even better because what you'll want to do is first just like put a little bit of fresh lemon juice on the rim of a coupe glass and then dip it in the sugar so it's like a sugar rim and then put that off to the side and then take the lemon juice, the brandy, the triple sec, fill up a cocktail shaker with ice, shake it really hard for about 20 to 30 seconds till it's super cold and then strain it into your coupe glass. And that's it. I mean, it's really simple. It's another classic though. It's that perfect balance of like citrus and sour to sweet. So um, I think you'll like it. You can drink a couple. They do go down easy. But like I said, <laughs> that dark liquor girl. So. <laughs> I'm always impressed by like, you know, a lot of these cocktails really are like only like two or three ingredients. Like, you, you know, you hear, you taste something that feels more complicated and you realize, oh, there's just like three ingredients in there. I feel like I can do this. Cause a lot of times I like get, that's why I'm just like, just tequila on the rocks, please. I can't do all that. But I feel right. like I could do that. The hardest part yeah, is you the, could, you could totally the rimming of the it. glass, maybe. <laughs> that's not even hard. That's not even hard. Cause like if you, um, if you like squeeze your, the juice out of the lemon, just keep the lemon. Cause it still has juice on it. And just like, you know, kind of rub it around the rim of the glass and you're good. Like you're, you're, you're there. Um, I love it. I'll have to make this for you when I come visit you in two weeks. I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to do the show. Like, together like we're gonna both be in the same room it's gonna be awesome but um <laughs> but for now but for now you're in LA and I'm in New York um all right so everybody has their drink and um all right let's talk a little bit about what are we talking about t today <laughs> yeah I mean okay there's just there was so much that went on this week and you know again like obviously we have the Britney Spears thing happening constantly right in the background we just got news mm -hmm. that you know the judge hasn't taken away you know jamie spears 
overseeing her conservatorship. Um, and then just yesterday out of nowhere, all of a sudden we find out that Bill Cosby is being released from prison, which we thought, I thought we would never see, right? Mm. Um, so that was shocking enough. But then what was more shocking was what happened afterwards when uh, Mrs. Huxtable, Miss Felicia Rashad <laughs> herself, um, decides to tweet out, you know, a support that was like, finally, you know, we, this miscarriage of justice. And, you know, it was a shocker to, you know, you and I, people like you and I who grew up with the Cosby mm-hmm. family, it was like, mm-hmm. we already thought that Bill was had already sort of destroyed that show for us. Um, but now here comes Felicia and we're like, hello, America's mom, please don't, please don't do this. Please don't make us hate you. This is not, this is not the look we need. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just started thinking about, you know, these families, these like fictional families that we grew up with, you know, when they disappoint us in real life, you know, mm-hmm. how does that affect us? And also, you know, you as somebody who has little kids now, you know, the Cosby show is something that I think had a lot of great life lessons. Oh, yeah. You know, would you even now knowing what we know currently be able to show your kids these shows knowing what you know you know i just i've had a lot of thoughts around that i mean the same thing happened look with roseanne you know she got Mm. canceled a little while back and that was also like another america's mom in my opinion that was more you know and so i wanted to just talk about that you know so i will say that the show has just it's, it will forever have that place in my in my heart and in my memories. Like being, you know, gr- growing up when we did in, in the like 80s and 90s and having a show like that where you were reflected in prime time, like it's, there's nothing else that could compare to it. And it was, um, and they were just unapologetic in the way that they were successful and um, and they were raising all their kids. You just admired, you wanted you wanted to be in, in that family. It was funny, it looked fun. I've watched some episodes over and over and over again. And um, I would 100% let my kids watch the show, you know, cause they don't have to know what's going on in the news to watch the show and love the show. And I have a, a, a really good friend whose whose daughters um, watched the show, I think two summers ago, she let them watch it and they watched like every season. They loved it so much. It's because it, it still holds up. Like that's the thing, right? And, and a different world, love a different world. If for anything, just like um, Lisa Bonet's clothes, like they're, oh, yeah. they're inspiring today. Like you can go back and watch and her whole steez, she's just so fly. So, yeah. you know, I it's not like fruit of the same poisonous tree kind of a thing for me with, um, with what's happening outside of that. Um, you, you know, Bill Cosby was always a little bit problematic. He was always saying things that were, you know, we, we always treated him like he was just like this, crazy old man and pull your pants up and all they're like okay fine 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 you know whatever like you know we just kind of did that when all the like um stuff came out um with him raping and drugging women it was just such a shock because you were like holy shit and so you know i feel like justice was served you know he he was convicted he was he was sent to jail and so it was like you said such a shock that he is out. Um, and to be clear, he is not out because he is innocent. 
he is out because of a legal procedural mistake that was made. And he's not innocent. Like that's not what this is. And um and everybody knows that. I don't feel like that's not like we're not here to dispute whether or not he's innocent or guilty cuz that's like that's another conversation. Um and actually it isn't cuz he's guilty, but like fine. Um it's just, you know, he he had good lawyers who were able to Get him out, fine. I have no idea why Felicia Rashad felt the need to make that tweet. It was it was clearly just her immediate reaction, her immediate, like, yes, you know, she just had to, like, take it to Twitter. Um, no, she didn't run that by anybody. And then she doubled back afterwards and tried to kind of Not clean it up a little bit. but yeah, just clean it up a little. But also, but even- okay... Her cleanup was weird. Her cleanup was really weird. But also, okay, I understand people who instinctively have to jump onto Twitter to say something when they're prolific tweeters. I have never in my life seen a Felicia Rashad tweet. So for that to be her instinct is just also weird to me. Like there are certain people who always have to jump on Twitter to say anything because that's all they do all day. I wouldn't be surprised if her previous tweet was like, Happy New Year. Like, like I don't even 2004. know. 2004. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't know what, what, yeah, exactly. We're not hearing from her a lot. Um, I know the last I had heard was that she was given this new role as a dean um, at, at Howard University. So I was like, oh, that'll be really cool. Because, you know, I super, like, I, she's she's America's mom. I even love her daughter. You know, her daughter is on Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, she was, that's what I was going to say. Like, we're all embarrassed as, like, her being America's mom. But I'm, like, thinking about Condola and, like, you know. Uh, her, her, her actual daughter. actual daughter <laughs> being mortified right now. It's like her career's mm-hmm. taken off. We all watch, everybody watches Billions. You know, she has a big role on there. And... Uh, yeah, she has to feel, I mean, I don't know, because I don't actually don't know, because that, you know, the first thing I always do when I see a tweet, right, is like I start looking at who likes it. <laughs> you got um, in your top secret I, voice. <laughs> yeah. And so there was like, a, you know, there's like one problematic housewife, Candace, she liked it. I was like, mm, that tracks. But then Keisha Knight-Polium, Rudy Huxtable liked uh, Felicia's uh, tweet or her, on the Instagram post, I will say. I was looking at the Instagram post. She liked it. Which was like, okay. Um, And so who knows? You know, maybe, you know, her daughter, I don't know, could also agree, could not be embarrassed. I don't know because she didn't say anything. But, you know, know, who didn't, who didn't agree was uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, original, the only Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. (laughs) She she did not agree. (laughs) Aunt Viv came strong. Aunt Viv was like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh, wait a second, I gotta, like, find it. I really, I want to, like, read it. Hold on, I'm gonna see what, what Aunt Viv had to say, because I don't want to, like, paraphrase. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have it? Hold on, let me look it up. It's, uh, a, it's in our group chat, you know, we always have our, our uh Oh, wait, here she goes. On. Here she goes. Felicia, what are you thinking? Followed by three exclamation points. I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong... Everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the shit shower. I am outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old ass guilty man. So here's the thing, right? Because you want to be able to say, um, you know, there's there's plenty, plenty of documentaries about 
rapists, abusers, killers, like serial killer, all this sort of stuff where like people had no idea what was going on. They were living almost like a double life. Fine. I mean, I guess like why would Keisha Knight point? She was a little girl on the show. Like she wasn't, I'm sure she wasn't around that. And she looks up to him. He was like her, a father figure for her. Um, but I just, it, I have a, I, I kind of with on Viv, I have a hard time believing that Felicia Rashad didn't hear what was going on, kind of know what the rumors were. It's fine that maybe she had a different experience with him and that she never witnessed any of this with her own eyes. But I mean, after everything came out, like you, you gotta have a few moments where you were like maybe tilting your head to the side, hmm, like wondering. And it just seems so weird that she she's definitely all in supporting him. She's supporting, I mean, look, the way she worded the tweet was very much she supported that this miscarriage of justice had been, you know, brought to light. Look, the legal system is what it is. And unfortunately, like as as I was reading, there's just certain things about it that like make it a lot better for people who are guilty to go free rather than have someone innocent staying in prison. Like, it's just this weird thing. Look, mm-hmm. so there was like weird things there. You can be happy for that, but you don't need to celebrate that it is releasing a person who is guilty of these things. And that's where I just don't understand because I just, you know, he still did bad things regardless of what happened. And uh, I don't, that it just it, that's part this just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think like I think some people are of the mindset that like regardless of what he did, it was like 40 years ago, he's an 83-year-old man, he you know, he can barely walk, he can barely see. Well, what's the point of having him sitting in a jail cell and like that's there's a reason why there's no statute of limitations on some of this stuff. Like you want to go rape people or molest people or kill people or do whatever, like it does not matter. If you are still alive, you can still be tried for those things. Like I'm sorry. And yeah, he's an old man. It, it makes you maybe feel a little bit sorry for him. But but also like I, I it is what it is. It's you know, you, you go to you commit a crime, you go to jail and he served. What? How long was he in there for? Two, three two years? years. Yeah. Two you know, years, it doesn't yeah. it kind of it kind of doesn't feel fair. But, you know, he also has the money to hire good lawyers. And at the end of the day, you know, it's a shame they did they did make a deal with him and this was kind of going back on the deal. So, you know, he admitted guilt or whatever and he he cut a deal and this was going back on the deal and it turned out it was a double jeopardy situation. And so, you know, he's out. But I, I just, I we can parse her words, but I just don't feel like she would have posted that if it wasn't because she was coming from a place where she um, still like, believes him to a certain degree at least still um you know like like has affinity for him and wants the best for him um and that would just be hard for me because i'm sorry like i find out you did a bunch of this shit you can go to hell i don't really care i'm not like even if we were cool 20 years ago but you know that's that's the thing and that's the thing i think that's underlying all of this is that you know we spent so many years growing up with this family, these mom, this dad, we thought we knew them, right? And Mm -hmm. when these character traits about them come out, 
it's more shocking because we've already Mm -hmm. built up and look, we know Mm -hmm. who our parents are. We grow up with them. And so like, there's like nothing shocking there. We hold them to that standard that we've grown Mm -hmm. up with. But like, we've put in this like, fantasy role to these people you know who these people mm-hmm. are and when they turn out to be the complete opposite it is just more heartbreaking for some reason mm-hmm. because how do we know we don't we have always thought f- look the reason i always thought felicia rashad was a good mom in real life was because that episode when vanessa went to the <laughs> what was it, the wicked concert in Bal- went to baltimore in to baltimore. have big fun she went to big have fun. big fun big- like <laughs> That that whole scene, look, she shook me to my core. I was scared to disappoint mm-hmm. uh, Claire Huxtable mm-hmm. after that because I, mm-hmm. you know, you're usually more scared of your dad. Supposedly, like when you're growing up, you're always like, mm-hmm. oh, don't let me tell your dad. No, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is scary. And that's who she's always been to me. And that's not who we saw with that tweet, right? Like it wasn't someone right, holding yeah. someone accountable. It was the act exact opposite, and that's why it was so disappointing. Yeah. It is, yeah, exactly. I think you summed that up actually really perfectly. So I'm going to leave it at that. And um, so we asked you guys how you felt about it. And um, this is what you had to say. Hi, Vanessa and Kiki. This is Kiki, another Kiki, <laughs> calling from Brooklyn, New York. Um, this is a really hard question. I was like trying to brainstorm, um, before leaving my voicemail and I don't know. I, I'm stuck. Um, part of me remembers the Cosby show and like what it meant to me as a black woman, seeing that family, seeing them be successful, seeing that like love. Um, it really meant a lot to me growing up. On the other hand, in my adult years, um, fully understand the crimes he committed and the impact that had on his victims. So I'm genuinely torn. Um, on one hand, really love the show and what it meant for the culture. On the same hand, want to be respectful of like victims and the crimes that he committed. So I honestly do not know. Um, I'm also, for context, a person. Um, we don't have any kids, so I'm, I, I don't, I really don't know. It's summertime, Van, and I'm not a kid anymore. There's no more car washes or lemonade stands that I can I can do to make that extra coin. I need some some actual adult hustle. So uh can you give me can you give me some tips please? Yes, of course. I always try to come with something different every week for the hustle. So if you if you're just tuning into the new season, kidding, joking, it's fine. It's just episode nine. Um the hustle is our weekly installment of ways to make a little extra cash. And so this week I was interested in crafts. Like, you know, I'm a real creative person. I know you're a creative person. A lot of listeners are. And I I went online and I found like, it's about the top 10, but these are 
like crafty things that you can do that you probably enjoy doing that you can actually turn into some extra money, whether you're selling these items on Etsy or you create a Shopify store. We've kind of touched on this a little bit, but it was in a different um, like in a different way. So this is just crafts, crafts turned into side hustles. All right. Okay. So up first is head wraps which I know is like funny, but like you and I love a head wrap. No one can see us, but we are both wearing head wraps <laughs> right now. Uh, well, you're wearing like a cute little scarf and I'm wearing more of like a head wrap, but I love me a head wrap. And everyone is always like, where did you get your head wrap from? So this is a great business opportunity if you're into it, like creating them. Um, they have several people who make really cool, intricate prints and designs, ones that you, you know, you can tie really cool or ones that come with just like elastic that you can just like put on. I recently saw our Instagram, you know how like they advertise to you, someone, or Instagram advertised to me like a head wrap that doubles as like a pool um, hair covering. Like, you know, when we were little and like the little, like you're a little black girl and your mom made you wear like a, a cap, a pool cap, that shit yeah. was not cute. You always felt like, everybody's looking at me. I look crazy. I look different. But your mom was like, I am not, I'm not washing your hair every day. Like yeah. I, I'm washing your hair on Sunday. I'm not washing it every day just because you decide to go to the pool every day. And yeah. so this is like way cuter. It, it's like, it still keeps the water out. And um, it's probably anyway, from so the same wraps. people who did the uh, head wrap that turned into a mask. I, that definitely popped up on my Instagram at There's some a head point. wrap that's a mask? I felt like it was like you would be, could wear a mask and then in order to like, you could put it up as a headband afterwards so that you didn't have this mask that you lose. I definitely oh. saw that pop up in my feed during the, uh, yeah, the last year. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think about it in like, I'm like, I'm trying to picture it, but I also do love things that do more than one thing. So I'm not talking shit because I love anything that that does double duty or even if some, if you have something that does three things, even better. Um, okay. So the next one up, which we did talk about when we, when I was explaining, like just having like, uh, online stores is t-shirts. It's, we're still, America will never, ever, ever not love a great t-shirt. It's who we mm -hmm. are. We love mm -hmm. a t-shirt. We love a t-shirt with like, a, you know, something cute on it that represents us. Or we, you know, we might care a lot about the fabric that's used, anything. Like we just love a t-shirt. Um, if you can get creative, if that's your jam, if you're into silk screening or you just have really cool ideas or whatever, um, t-shirts always smart. And again, Shopify, Etsy, any of those kind of places. Um, if you want to double back to some of our previous episodes there, um, we talked a little bit about t-shirts in regards to um, drop shipping and starting those kind of businesses and partnering with Shopify and not having to spend a lot of upfront money and print them all. Um, this might've been our first or second episode because we talked about a friend who printed yeah. a bunch of them and then threw them away. But yeah, you can, you can have really cool prints and ideas and people can buy them and they get like printed and shipped as their, as their purchase. So you don't sit with a bunch of unused t-shirts if they don't sell if a particular design doesn't sell maybe another design is doing well so t-shirts and since you love things that you know double up 
you know, the Gen Z, they, none of them use towels to dry their hair. They only use t-shirts now. Oh. Apparently that's how you get the good hair dry. And also it's good for when you're trying to create like a natural wave. Anyways, we're supposed to be drying our hair with t-shirts now. So also. Can I, can I tell you that in Montauk, um, there was a girl that um, on the beach and she had a t-shirt on her head and I was yeah. like, and I was like, huh. And I just this said, is, that's interesting. But so that's the thing. This is what, this is what the kids, this is what the TikTok kids are up to. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, all right. So these, all three, I'm going to put these in the same category. Purses, handbags, tote bags. So if you are like me and you have a sewing machine or like a, like an overlock machine, like a serger, um, and you know, you can kind of do like a combo. You could make tote bags that you silk screen cool designs on or cool messages or whatever on. Those sell really well, but definitely like purses work really well. Um, another friend of ours, her neighbor across the street used to sell these like handmade purses um, and they became really popular because she's a black designer. And after last year, when everyone started getting more into buying black, she like sold out and like still now, like she's come out with so many more designs and she's doing really well. Um, and so, yeah, if you have great craftsmanship, you know, women are 100% willing to spend a little money on a really great bag because it's something we look at as like, we're going to keep them for a while. We'll pass them down or it's a purse. It's yeah. a purse. doesn't matter if you get fat and lose the weight again or whatever. It's a purse. It mm -hmm. works for works for your whole life. Pregnant, yeah. not pregnant. Who cares? It's a purse. Um, and tote bags are just always good. Um, the next one is really cool is quilts. Quilts. Because, you know, it's, it's a very specific, like, thing if you want a quilt it feels like something you want for like your 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 upstate house you know like near the fireplace like across the couch it feels like the same decor where someone would maybe have like a you know like a cow skin rug or something but you know they take a long time because you have each individual square and whatever it's oh, not yeah i tried to i tried to knit once it was not i made a square <laughs> i made a square that got to about one by one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so quilts are um they can be very expensive because they are time consuming but um there are some really cool uh quilt designs that are that feel a little bit more modern um and they sell super well on etsy again it's kind of something you have to like be into this isn't like a side hustle you want to do if you're not into it but if you're into making quilts um you can make really good money um just because they are so unique and they are handmade. Um, and then, <laughs> no jokes, candles. Candles? Oh, yeah. Candles are great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Candles. Gr green tea collectibles. Ha we had candles. <laughs> um, but, uh, but candles are great. Everybody loves a nice candle if you're into it. Something that um, I dabbled in a little while, like many, many years ago. Um, sourcing the right kind of wax that burned slowly and was like good for the environment and finding all your essential oils and then looking for like the perfect like little receptacle to put it in and all of that. Good candles. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm a candle person though. I'm 100% willing to spend 20, 30, $40 on the right 
candle that you know I think will burn for a while. I love a nice candle. I hate when, well, I don't hate. I love when I get a really nice candle with a really nice scent, but then I hate when I go to replace it and realize like you bought me a $60 candle and you thought I was going to keep up with it. Damn you. Like now I'm addicted to this candle and now I have to spend $60 on a candle. Right, right, exactly. And I also hate when I when someone gives me like a not good candle because I'm like, what am I supposed to do with it? Like the Yankee Candle Company or whatever. Like, what am I supposed to don't, do with this? Those look, those- don't look the buttercream. Look the buttercream <laughs> Yankee Candle. Look, I worked at Hallmark in high school, and I would always want a buttercream to go home <laughs> with me. I just, I don't know. There's certain ones that just you just want to eat that buttercream. I don't know. I haven't had one in a while, but it That's is what, I feel sickly like sweet, but it's like. Yeah, all the smells are like too sweet, or else they're like cinnamon. <laughs> like, I can't. I, look, I it's can get into. Much. I can get. I can get into like. I can get into all levels of candle for different reasons. Like you know, there's <laughs> there's like the candle during like just you know every day, right? Like, and I sit in my house. I just need it to feel like I want maybe a woodsier sort of like you know <laughs> that sort of feeling. But every once in a while, maybe on a Sunday, I might want to just feel a little bit cupcakeier. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My, fa- my favorite like uh, like grocery store or like discount store candles are the ones that um, supposedly smell like um, like your laundry, like linen, like because I, mm. I, I love the smell of like drier laundry like that. Yeah. If I have to get one. like a. Yeah, that's always my favorite. But then girl, I linen lo- I'm, I'm air. Too- <laughs> linen, linen. That's what they call it. Linen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too bougie for my wood candles, so just leave me leave me alone. Um, all right, and then anything that you can do like with calligraphy or lettering, which I've always wanted to take like a lettering class. I love like writing, and I still I'm still the person that keeps a notebook and journals and writes out my like to do list uh, like on paper, not just like in my phone. I love nice pens and things like that. I've always wanted to take a lettering class or like calligraphy class but if you have that skill people will spend so much money for you to like write out their wedding invitations or um even just signs like any there's a lot of stuff you can do if you are good with um it's called lettering for sure and even like you know restaurants like Mm -hmm. because everyone wants to be so like bespoke you know, a lot of the handmade menus, you know, I was in this career for a while, handmade mm-hmm. menus and windows, like, you know, it's a, it's a dying art. And to find mm-hmm. those people, it is really hard. I mean, I never took a calligraphy class, but my aunt, when she got married, wanted to have the invitations go out and obviously in calligraphy. Mm-hmm. So we all just went uh, and got calligraphy pens <laughs> and had to sit around the dining room table and do it ourselves. And I got pretty good at it, but I don't know if I could do it now. Yeah, I don't even know. I should have um, looked it. I'll look. I'll look it up for you guys, and I'll tell you next week. But I, I was trying to find like how much um, people make like per invitation or like per you know letter that they that they do because you can make some decent money if you're good at it. And again, a lot of these jobs and little side businesses um, do really well on Etsy, um, Shopify too. But Etsy's great because you don't have to do as much with um, marketing yourself. Um, the, the, they do it for you. Um, okay. So plants for pots, people got really into like, 
like being at home and like a lot of folks got into potted plants around the house and you know um now it's also about the actual planter so two levels of this i mean if you're into um um ceramics you know that's a whole other side of it i am i've i've I have never had my little ghost moment where I'm like sitting at the wheel and my hands are all filled with mud and all. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But you can also buy um, plain plain planters and like design them, paint them, do all kinds of cool stuff with them. And um, and people are really into like decorative, well designed planter pots. Um, soaps although soaps just reminded me of um fight club <laughs> i don't know yeah, why and they're i made hard. that i've done, yeah, you know i, I had know. also had daily dose and that was you know soaps were the one thing i i I loved the creams, I loved the lotions, I loved the oils, but like the soap when they had to start breaking out the lye and stuff i don't know i know that you don't have to but like it was it was a whole other thing so our listeners don't know, because you see how you try to glide by it. But when we talked about all of my entrepreneurial businesses, we get into it. Kiki had a business called Daily Dose, which was great, where she made all kinds of amazing like body products, lotions and things that she's talking about. And you're saying the soaps were the hardest ones to. Yeah. Make. Why were just, they so like, hard? It was just like, like, it just felt way too complicated for me at that time. And just like, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to invest that much time in soap, especially when the products that I know are really good. Like mm-hmm. I, I can just focus on those and they're, I'd rather do mm-hmm. that. They're easier and people like them more. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but then I had a really good soap the other day and I was like, oh, this is nice you were like, maybe I could go back to doing so. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then the last are all in the same also category. So this has to do with like holiday. So making wreaths, um, making ornaments. Um, also, I met a guy um, last week, actually, who told me that he makes crazy bank and is already it is what, July? He is already booking for the holiday season these clients who he goes and decorates their trees. He sources their trees. Like some people want like a 15 foot tree in their entryway or, you know, um, our other friend who's a chef has a client who they literally have like five trees in their house. They have like the main tree in the entryway and then there's a large tree in the family room and every single kid has a small tree in their bedroom. Like they might have a whole Paw Patrol themed tree in their, just in their bedroom. I never even knew that that was a thing. We had the Christmas, the Christmas tree, yeah, the one, and that was it. Like I can't, yeah. I mean, some people have like multiple trees in different rooms and you see these beautiful designs and you know, it has like a whole theme. Um, and so, yeah, there's people who do that and they start booking their appointments in the summer for the holiday season. People want their tree up like, they want their tree up on Thanksgiving and they want it up the whole time. And you can make money sourcing it, decorating it, removing it, taking it back down. If it's something that becomes a little bit more like a little bit more of a side hustle for you, um, he was saying you can actually retain ownership of all the decorations and house them in like a storage area throughout the rest of the year. And you just you own all that stuff and then you're just pulling it out during the holidays that's a good one. Um, so yeah, I, didn't, I, like, yeah, I didn't even know that that was a thing. 
I hate, I hate having a store. You know, it's not like I have a big house. I live by myself in like a single apartment. And so when I want to decorate for Christmas, I'm like, okay, but then what am I supposed to do with this tote full of stuff? Like, I don't want this in my house. Right, exactly. So you can have someone come and do it for you and then they're in and out. Um, And ornaments too, because ornaments are something, you know, you do kind of, if you wanted someone to make like something really special, you know, maybe with like, you know, the family names or whatever, the year, you know, I know a lot of people who have like, each year they have a special ornament that commemorates that particular year. And then after many years, you have lots of special ornaments and wreaths too. You might not want a whole tree. You might just want something on your door. But That's true. It's so, like a wreath might be easier. <laughs> might be, yeah. <laughs> you just decided like, you know, I'm gonna yeah. just do a wreath. Just do a um, wreath. So yeah, so that's it. These are, today it was, you know, pretty straightforward, but ways you can take your like fun, crafty things that you like to do and make a little extra money. Make some money on those crafts. I love it. Well, we're coming back with the cool down. And Vanessa, this story I'm going to share with you, it's kind of my worst nightmare. So I can't wait to share it with you. So (laughs) stick around for the cool down. Kiki, we are at the end of the show, my favorite part. It's the cool down. So what do you have for us this week? I want to share this story. This, uh, you know, I actually had come across uh, this girl that's featured in the story on TikTok, as I discover a lot of things. (laughs) I've learned a lot from TikTok, to be honest. Uh, But this is sort of like my worst nightmare. Um, And I don't know what you feel, but a student who is 20 years old, Mm -hmm. she was born with Two uteruses, hmm. two vajayjays, and gets two periods, double periods. Wait. Now here's, yeah, here's, here's, the, here's the wild part. You know, because she has two uteruses, she could actually be pregnant, but also still be menstruating. <gasps> so she wouldn't know, you know, other than taking a test and like thing, but like she could still be getting her period. And like, not know. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but it is a condition called uterine didelphis. G-I-D-E-L-P-H-Y-S. Okay. Uterine didelphis, we'll call that. Um, and they're both fully functioning reproductive systems in one girl. What is the, like, is it one in a trillion chance that you would? I mean, like, what is the rate or frequency? This I've never heard of this before. Yeah, and, th- and that's the thing. I mean, I don't know if it had the stats of how often it 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 how you know re- normal it is, how regular it is. But you know, she didn't discover it until she was eighteen because you know, of course, it, when people think like, what do you mean, like two two vaginas? Well, they're not necessarily, it's like, it was like each one was like kind of half its size. So on the outside, it just kind of just looked like one. And inside, obviously, I guess she just didn't start going to like a gyno until she was maybe 18. So that was when they discovered. Oh God, I have so many questions and some of which may not even be appropriate for the podcast because I'm so confused. But my first question is, could she get pregnant and then like three months later get pregnant again? I mean, that's she have what like it sounds two like, different because 
different you babies can, growing at different like um, rates. Like she could give birth and then like three months later give birth again. Like could she? Could that is that possible? Because if she's having says, if she's menstruating based on both of the uteruses, it seems yeah right that she could yeah. It says because both her reproductive systems are functional, each of her wombs go through a fairly traditional menstrual cycle. Um, and unlike many women, uh, her body completes two of them. And that's why she, I think, went to the doctor. because She was just like having these irregular periods because they were just happening on their own cycles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't say that explicitly in this article, but I, that's pretty much what it sounds like. You're because. saying that the vaginas are right next to each other, so she didn't realize that she had two, and like if well, she's having that part, that's what that's what that they kind of just like yeah, that's what they were saying. I was like, I won't get too much of the external, but she was like, everything was like fine. She had a boyfriend at the time, and everything was fine with that, so there was no like nothing felt off in that sense. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it just said each side is half the size. So it just wasn't noticeable. It's like what it says. The article says. Interesting. Um, but Interesting. I was just more thinking like, I mean, I mean, one period. <laughs> I, was, I was already just like not feeling my like one period. If I had to deal with like it on two periods, two periods on their own. I was just like, oh, no, I would just be like, no. I wonder what, what doctors do. Like, do they, is it. You know, a hysterectomy is a really like traumatic procedure. If you're having a hysterectomy, it forces you into menopause and all of that sort of stuff. But if would you remove just one of the uteruses? But then would that like somehow affect your other repro? Or would you put like maybe like an IUD in one, but not the other one? Like I'm just trying to figure this out. Well, they say it's actually because they are like each of the uteruses is actually smaller than like what is average. Mm. So because of that, she actually like pregnancies aren't like as easy. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. It's actually not as easy for her. So I think, you know, there's other, you know, things that she might have to deal with there. Sorry. Cats. <laughs> I have cats. Um, I think there might be other things there, but uh, yeah, I mean, Otherwise, you know, she makes TikToks about it and, you know, what's great about it. And this is what I do. I, you know, for all I'll say, there's like things about Gen Z that like make me want to pull my hair out. What I will say is like how comfortable they are about sharing things. Mm. And because she shares this online, other girls who have this and may have been embarrassed now have somebody that they're talking to mm -hmm. and now they're more open about it. And so I love that she's using her platform to do that. I mean, I remember... You probably even saw this. Remember when like one of the TikToks went viral talking about why are my underwear not like, why are they staining, you know, a different color on the mm -hmm. inside, right? Mm -hmm. Because like that happens to girls. Like why mm -hmm. does like my black underwear fade away? Mm -hmm. And like there was like a girl who was like, can the doctor just tell me this? Because I want to know, <laughs> right? And I feel like our generation, we would like never, we were just, we were just dealing with our underwear being a different color and being like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to talk to anyone because it's just me. But now it's like, oh, this is a very normal thing and this is why it happened. So now I know why that happened. So I will mm -hmm. say, I love that they're so like much more comfortable with sharing like these things that people aren't with. Well, um, their their favorite word is normalize. So <laughs> <laughs> normal, yeah. normalize, normalize 
normalize, normalize, normalize. I'm like, oh my God, stop normalizing everything. But yeah, she has over 300,000 followers now, but you know, just through these stories and, you know, sharing those. That's crazy. And as soon as I get off now, I feel like I'm going to go and like look this up. I have so many uh questions probably not appropriate for um this podcast because i'm i'm so confused but wow um i don't know i i kind of i don't i'm not like excited for her i'm like i don't want to have two cycles and two everythings but um, i'm sure she's not excited about it either but i'm sure she was at least excited to like discover why this was happening oh, right yeah. and then no for you know, sure. now she can like probably regulate it more right you know Mm -hmm. um so we are such magical beings i swear like the fact that like even something like this can even happen is like insane i'm I'm super curious Uh, let us know though i'm i'll look it up now because i'm crazy but i i'm so interested to find out if she can have like if she can get pregnant twice at completely different times I know you said her uterus is small, so they'd probably be like preemies because they yeah. they don't have as much room to grow because there's two in there. But yeah. it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> that was a, you always come with the good stuff that nobody knows about. Um, all right. Thank you, Kiki, for the cool down. And that's our show for this week. Um, we'll be back next Monday with another episode. And um we are still doing our clubhouses. If you missed us um, this past week, we were off for a week. Um, and, you know, we'll try to come every Wednesday, but we just make sure you check our Instagrams because we might not be on every single Wednesday, but we'll do our best. So check out our Instagrams. I'm at Vanessa Kantav and Kiki is at the talk of shame. And we'll see you next week. See you later. Bye. Moms vs. Aunts is brought to you by Cafe Mom. Our theme music is composed by Coney Island Music. We want to hear from you. To give us your comments, leave us a voicemail at 929-265-0277. And we might include them in the show. You can also reach us by email at momsvaunts at gmail.com. Remember to rate, review, and follow Moms vs. Aunts wherever you get your podcasts. And for more parenting stories, real talk, and entertainment news, go to cafemom.com. <laughs>